This is Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, a series dedicated to the testimonies of believers and followers of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Arlene Spakalu. Let them give thanks to the Lord for His loving kindness and for His wonders to the sons of men. Let them also offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of His works with joyful singing. What an exciting day! Today we celebrate Thanksgiving Day. I've been talking about Thanksgiving for the past couple of weeks. And it's just uh, a time really, I was just telling my friends here, that for me this year has been a time to really reflect in everything that the Lord has done. At this time last year, uh, Richard and I, we were going through a very difficult trial. At that time, he was just my fiance. Mm-hmm. And uh, for s- about seven months he went through an illness. And I just think back at that time, how difficult it was. There were there were times, honestly, that I had to confess to the Lord my sins of just mm-hmm. complaining and questioning God. Uh, why would He allow us to go through such a trial? And why couldn't I see any changes? Like nothing was changing. There were so many people praying. There were just so many people... Uh, interceding for us, you know, like really praying to the Lord that He will help us and that He will heal Richard. And for seven months, we couldn't see probably any results, like any changes in His health. But how we drew closer to the Lord. I can I can tell you honestly that that was a time that I was so often on my knees praying to the Lord, crying out to Him, even fasting which is normally something that I didn't do before. And it was just an amazing communion with my Savior, with my Lord, um, who saved me. And it was just really an experience that I had, that I learned so much, but I also saw how we grew even closer to the Lord. Even like now, just looking afterwards, this is the time that I can just say, even in that time, the Lord helped me to praise Him to give him thanks. Well, I have a very dear friend joining us today. Uh, She shared her testimony. She's not sharing her testimony today, but she did share her testimony in the first season of our podcast. And I am just so, so thankful to the Lord for her life, uh, for her faithfulness to our Savior. So please help me welcome my dear friend, Isabel LeBron. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be back. <laughs> I know. No, I thank know. you for, I know that it's been a difficult season. Yes. And I am so grateful to the Lord that he allowed mm. you to be here today. And we will get into that. What happened after Isabel shared her testimony? <laughs> Many of you who yeah. have listened to her yeah. testimony know just how the Lord has worked in her life, yes. but how is he working in your life right now? Right. Back in June, um, I was asleep kind of had a itch and I went to scratch it and I, I, it woke, it woke me up and I I felt a lump Mm. and I went, okay, that's, you know, that hasn't been there before. So I first thought it was like hormonal and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, Miguel said, just keep an eye on it. And I said, okay. And then when it didn't go away, I said, I get it checked. So, um, I was able to get in the doctors and, they did mammogram and then they did the ultrasound. And then my um, radiologist said, you know, we need to do a biopsy on this. And mm-hmm. I said, okay. And um, that was like on a Wednesday, I had the biopsy done. And I just, it was just waiting on the Lord. Like, 
I had the weekend and I said, thought to myself, I'm not going to worry about it because I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I'm going to enjoy my weekend with my family. And so that Monday was June 24th. I had just finished like doing my run. I ran like seven miles that day. And um, I get a call from the surgeon's office and the nurse says, you know, Dr. DeHaul wants you to come in. And I said, "Um, okay, what, what was it? And she like with a soft voice says, it's, it's cancer. It's, it's, you have cancer cells. Mm -hmm. So that's when it all began, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's been, um, it was really hard the first day Mm -hmm. I, we, for our family, we, I think I wept and slept like all day. It's been like a whirlwind of doctor's appointments and testing and, um, it's just, it's been a lot, you know, but in the midst of it, the Lord continues to grow me in like really remarkable ways. He has really shown me how self-sufficient I had been. Um, it's, so it's been really, really humbling in that sense. And just, um, but he's also have has been so compassionate. I tell people if I could describe the Lord during this time, it's been compassion and just so gentle with me. Mm-hmm. And knowing my weakness, he's not, you know, he's not, going, well, I've been through more, you know, like I went on the cross, you know, this is just, he's just been so compassionate and caring. And that, like you were talking about earlier, the intimacy that you have with the Lord during trials, Mm -hmm. you don't experience when you're not in the, when you're not in the fire, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that beautiful intimacy that I've been, uh, we've been having with him and our just prayer life, just praying all the more to him. Um, I feel like I really learned how to lament and like just from the Psalms, you know, when you, I felt like I was reading the Psalms and I'm like, I, that's how I feel. And just that complete honesty with the Lord and how I was feeling about the situation and my fears. And, um, it really revealed too, like how much I love the world. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I have this, it's a possibility that, that it could really have you die. And, and I had to really go, wow, I think I do love the world a little too much. I'm not holding it loosely. And so that was really kind of revealing to me where the Lord is teaching me, like, this is not your home. You're just, you know, just, you're just going through it. So he's reveals my own sin in my heart, but yet he has been encouraging me (laughs) through it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I think the Lord really uses that time where we find ourselves like in the desert right. or going through deep fire mm-hmm. just to reveal. Yes. I think you mentioned something like that in um, the first season mm. that when you face a trial right. and when you probably might be counseling someone, mm. you you tell them to ask, Lord, what do you want to teach me about yourself, about you, right? and which areas that I need to repent. repent. Exactly. You know? And that's what he's been doing. And I love, I think the passage is, um, it's in Isaiah 43. I love it. And it's been, it's ministered to me this whole time. Um, it says, 43.2 says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. I'm walking you know, through the fire and you're walking through that water and just like, I feel the mist of that water, but it's not overcoming me. And I can feel the heat of that fire, but it hasn't overtaken me. And I'm just Mm -hmm. so thankful. Like, I'm like, 
Isaiah wrote this, I don't know how many years ago, and here it is ministering to my heart and just that promise, those promises, that has been something that he continues to teach me more. I mean, like every week, it's just like, just so revealing. Like, I just feel like he's completely breaking me down and he's slowly building me back up. Mm-hmm. First of all, thank you for sharing just your journey on mm-hmm. Instagram. Oh, it's been an encouragement, oh. but even like a way for us to, you know, to be updated <laughs> yes. on what's been like the journey like, because um, you're going through chemo right yes. now as well. And I saw your daughter like rechange your room. Like she yes. decorated, like redecorated and rearranged yes. the room for you as a surprise. Yes. And how... On that first week and from the first time when you were told that you had cancer, breast cancer, how did you see your family come alongside oh, you? I could cry. <laughs> <laughs> they, my, they were just remarkable. Like um, my sister and her kids live with me and she has completely taken over grocery shopping, meals, like really has, has taken the load off so that when I'm in treatment and I'm tired the next days, she's been doing, doing all those things. And that's been just such a blessing and an encouragement to watch her like, like, wow, look at her go. I'm so proud of her. Mm-hmm. And then my children have been just great. You know, my son was not in the house. Um, he had moved out for a little bit, but he just FaceTimed me every day. My daughter FaceTimed me every day just to see how I'm doing. And, mm-hmm. um, my husband, it's just been, he sees the, like, he sees, every, like, our husbands, they see, like, what nobody else really sees, right? Yeah. Even our closest friends. And so when that bedroom door is closed and he sees me struggling, he could see it in my eyes. Like, you're struggling right now. Okay, come on, let's go. And he kind of pulls me out of, I call it the pit, he kind of pulls me out and he gently just reminds me, like, look to your Savior. And he's been so good at just kind of lifting my eyes, you know, from mm-hmm. myself to Christ. So my family has been remarkable and I'm, I'm really blessed. You know, when I went to my first chemo treatment, my nurse, I said, I have a great support team. And she mm-hmm. said, not everybody has that. A lot of people walk this alone. I've heard of women's husbands leaving them during wow. chemo. He always points me to scripture and points me to the Lord and We've been through trials before, and I think one thing with our marriage, we've been married for 23 years, we um, we we unite in trials, and we mm-hmm. are a lot, we're strong in trials together as a couple. You know, sometimes yeah. it could divide, but not with us. It's always been opposite, and the yeah. Lord has just been so kind to unite and continue to knit our hearts together. So he's been, I'm just yeah. so thankful. And um, just talking about that part that yeah. you mentioned, like their men that they left their wives. Yeah. Well, things change, right? Right. So I know that you have, you've been losing your hair, yeah. right? And that's one of the, because right. I remember my yeah. grandmother, uh, seeing my grandmother going through yeah. chemo. She also lost her hair, you know, mm-hmm. or wh- lost a lot of weight yeah. at that time. Some of the things that you go through with chemo, like what are some of the symptoms oh, that you okay. face? Like. What does it look like for you okay. going through this treatment? Treatment? Yeah. So I have my treatment um, every Wednesday, but Tuesday I go in for blood work. So they have to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm in the right levels to even get chemo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on Wednesday, you know, it's a different time every time I go in there. And it's probably um, about a two-hour process. Mm-hmm. So I have pre-meds that they give me to make sure that it – once they give me the chemo, if I have an allergic reaction, it's to help prevent that. And that has been 
um, it's kind of funny now because I've been, I've gotten close to my nurses and it's really sweet because I, I tell them now when I leave, like, I'm going to go actually have chemo coffee with my friends, you know, just to switch. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to visit friends. Mm-hmm. So I go there and, um, it's been a, you know, that has been amazing. I remember the, you know, a couple of times I've been there, my nurse always plays Spotify and Spotify mm-hmm. and instrumental music. And I'm sitting there and I'm getting this chemo in my body that could have long-term side effects that could cause heart damage. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden an instrumental hymn will come on. And I'm like, Lord, you are so kind to have this hymn play for me. And I'm sitting there and I, I can honestly say when I'm in that chair, it's been a time of prayer. There are patients that I see there. It's been a time of reflection. Like I remember sitting there going, you know, in First Thessalonians, you say, you know, be thankful always. And I was mm-hmm. like, Lord, you want me to be thankful in this chemo chair. And so just learning to be, thank you, Lord, for medicine. Thank you. You know, it just really has been just fellowship with the Lord while I'm sitting there. So after I have that, you know, um, I come home and because they give me like a Benadryl, I get really tired. So I take a nap. Um, And then so today I feel a little tired and usually on Fridays I feel more tired. So my side effects, to be honest, have not been that bad. The the worst Mm -hmm. thing I have is fatigue. I know a lot of other women have gotten worse, like stomach issues, mouth sores, and the worst thing really is, you know, fatigue and my hair loss, you know, and that was, that was a process like just to go ahead and, you know, decide to get it really short at first. And then, um, my husband shaved it for me, but I always like, I knew it was coming and I wanted to know, like, how do I want to do this? Like, how do I want to have this moment. We basically went in, in, in my restroom and I put my phone up and as he was shaving, I just read as he was shaving my head and it was just such a beautiful moment. And I was just thankful that I, we did that. It was hard, but I was just after I just, it felt like relief, like, okay, this part is done mm-hmm. and now we can move on to the, the next part of treatment. So that's where I'm at right now. I have two more. Mm-hmm. of chemo. And then I'm on a target therapy for my type of breast cancer because there's different types. And so I'm on a um, target therapy until like August and that's done every three weeks. So it's not as harsh as chemo. My hair should start coming back. And right now we have a couple other medical decisions to make. So that's going to kind of determine the road we go, but it's mm-hmm. going to be probably, I'll probably be in treatment until at least August of 2021. Yeah. And if for any woman who mm. probably might be facing is going through breast cancer as well, and especially if they don't know the Lord, oh, yeah. obviously, you know, we can get through our trials without Christ. That's right. why we need the Lord in our lives. Right. We depend on Him, you know, He right. is a giver of life. And in the world, it's very easy to get depressed or to mm-hmm. feel um, less because well, I lost my hair, or right. I don't look pretty, I don't feel right. pretty, and I mm. wish I could be this way. Mm-hmm. What will you tell those women who are struggling at this time, probably with their self-image? It's temporary. It's temporary. We have, it, it's going to come back, and it just really reveals. I used to, I mean, to be honest, I would tell my, like, I, I never thought of myself as really a vain person, but it really is hard when you lose your hair. You know, especially mm-hmm. scripture talks about hair and the woman have a head covering and it's a beautiful thing. Hair is a beautiful thing. So I know that they are, are struggling, but to also like, if there are unbelievers, like that's nothing compared, like if you don't put your trust in Christ, 
You know what I mean? Like it's temporary. Like if you put your trust in Christ, this this is the worst you're ever going to have it on this side of heaven. But if you don't, you have something else that you're going to face that's a lot worse that's coming your way. I've been able to connect with different women on um, Instagram, and and some of them I could see. Some of them are believers, and it's been great to watch them. And some of them are not, and you could see that cancer, breast cancer, has become their identity. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I wanted going into this, knowing. Yes, it's a part of my life, but it's not my identity. Jesus Christ is my identity. And so that was huge for me. I would just probably, you know, especially for an unbeliever, you know, give them the gospel and and tell them to look to Him. Come to Christ. Yes, come to Christ. Please. (laughs) So we talked a little bit about just how you saw your family coming Mm -hmm. alongside you and how much they have loved you Mm -hmm. through this time. What about the body of Christ, the church? We are one, you know, Mm -hmm. and how have you seen them just? They, I've always loved the church body. Like mm-hmm. I've always been like my church family, like that's our family. But this has been so overwhelming. And it's been a wonderful because, you know, we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us and so do, so do they. And it's amazing to see them walk in obedience. So in the beginning, I would I would be struggling. You know, mm-hmm. I would just be struggling with thoughts and I would have to fight my thoughts every day. And mm-hmm. At that moment, I would get a text message from someone. I would get flowers come. I had meals for like two months. (laughs) I had brothers and sisters drive literally an hour in traffic to my house just to sit outside and pray with us and Mm. then leave. I got checks in the mail from people, like strangers. Like they have loved us in word and deed. And it's been like, God has used them. And I always just sound like, thank you for just being obedient. Cause that's the Lord in you. That's the Holy Spirit in you saying, okay, giving you that desire to, I want to do this for the LeBrons and you're walking in obedience to it. And I think that's what that taught me is when you have that desire to, to serve someone, walk in obedience and do it right away. Cause mm-hmm. the Lord's going to use that. And they have been, and they still are. They have been remarkable. I have a, a girlfriend every day. Every single day I get a Marco Polo from her. Every single day, just, Isabel, how are you doing? She wants to know everything. And I'm just like, uh-huh. just really carrying our burdens with, with us mm-hmm. and reminding us of the truth and giving, you know, just, you know, giving me scripture to meditate on. Um, there's women at Grace Church that I've never met in person and they continue to text me during mm-hmm. the week and just check up on me and remind me. And God has used that, like His perfect timing. I would just say, man, God, I was really struggling. And at that moment, so-and-so knocked on the door. You know, at that moment, I got a text message or a phone call. And it's been remarkable. They have—I'm just so thankful. And it's been the church body, like, everywhere. People in Florida and just, like, just people just reaching out. It's just been amazing. Yeah. Um, very. They've been very encouraging. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's when we also get to see how the Lord blesses through His church. Yes. In times of need also mm-hmm. that they just come alongside you and yes. to encourage you. you yes. Know, and to, so thankful. To re-share the gospel because yes. we need yeah. to be reminded, you yes. know, of God's promises of mm-hmm. uh, what He says about Himself. You know, He right. never changes. Just, and it's just a good reminder just yes. to have someone to remind us of yes. those truths. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and thinking of where you are right now, um, how have you seen your the Lord worked in your life through this trial? What has He been teaching you? 
he, I, we all love the gospel, right? We love it. But it has given me such more of an appreciation for it. Like mm-hmm. I do not, we do not serve a God that we have made with our own hands. We serve a living God who, like he talks, we have fellowship with him. And I've never been more thankful for that. And just, he's just teaching me, uh, Ephesians 2 10 talks about uh, the good works that he has set before us to walk in. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been really meditating that and thinking my suffering is good works. He has ordained this and first he thinks it's necessary, like as if necessary for a little while, you've been grieved by various trials. So he mm-hmm. thinks this is like, he knows he's, his infinite wisdom says, this is the best for you. And um, that has been amazing. I've been just like, the God of the universe cares that I'm going through breast cancer. He doesn't, it doesn't bring him joy, you know, like he cares and he sympathizes with me. And that's one thing that he's been just really reminding me, like, Isabel, your tears will not go to waste. Every tear that you have shed, I have counted them. They, they're in a bottle. They are going to be used to glorify me. Like it's not going to go to, my suffering will not go to waste. And that's mm-hmm. what's been really encouraging to remind myself of that. And just one day he's going to make everything right. Like mm-hmm. everything's going to be right. Revelations 21, right? He's going to wipe away every tear, no more pain, no more suffering. And that is just such an amazing promise to look forward to. And so that's, you know, he's just been, he's just been so kind to me in those and through scripture, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's so important to be in your word, because if you don't, if you're not in it, you don't have this to pull from. So he's been really teaching me that about himself and just just reminding me, like, I love you and Mm -hmm. this is good for you. I've been thankful. I'm not, I'm like, I don't really ask too much. I'm not a why person. I just trust God. I just Mm -hmm. trust that for some reason, he just knows this is the best. Mm-hmm. That because that's what he says. So I just go, I just trust you. Whatever you're going to have us walk through, I trust that you're going to be with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even just thinking of like, I'm just thinking of Romans 8, 28 right yeah. now, you know, like that we know for those who love God, all things work together for, you good. know, they're good. Mm-hmm. And even if we can't see it at the at this time when right. we are like in the middle of the trial, yes, it will eventually. Right. And even right now, even yeah. if it's painful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it just, that's been something that um, you just have to really re- remind yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's like Job. I think of Job all the time, I read back and I go, I feel like I relate to him <laughs> so much. <laughs> yes. yeah. And at the end he restored everything. And I'm just, you know, now when I go for like, especially when I go for treatment, I go in there with anticipating what the Lord's going to do. Like, what are you going to do? And I'm telling you, there's been times where my husband will tell you, I'll be nervous, like a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. test results, you know, you're just kind of and every time like we are in that office, like the Lord just gives me strength and courage. And I, I started to remember, you know, where it says, where he says, be strong and courageous. And I told my husband, Miguel, I said, he's not going to tell us to do something that we cannot do. Mm-hmm. And every time we go there, it's just like, there's this peace. I'm able to focus. I'm able to ask the questions. And I'm just so, th- and that's him. That's not me. You know, mm-hmm. I have people go, you're strong. Go, no, no. If it was me in my flesh, 
I'd be in my bed, curled up in a ball and not out of it. <laughs> but it's him that has been giving me the strength to just even get out of bed. And when I, yeah. you know, there's times I wake up and I'm like, oh, like another day, here we go. <laughs> but he has, he'll put hymns, thinking of a hymn and I'm singing it or a scripture in the middle of the night, I'll kind of wake up and I'll just fall back to sleep thinking of a scripture. And that's just the Holy Spirit, you know, ministering yeah. to me. And then, I mean, that's, I feel like that's also why it's so important sometimes to, to practice just to memorize scripture mm-hmm. because it will, we will always like have the Bible next. If we can just think of a verse or mm-hmm. uh, just re- meditating on Meditate. his word, that's what's going to give us continuous strength. Right. And, you know, that's what's going to help us to, to be able to stand up when we just feel like we just want to be in bed. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, it, I don't feel like yeah. I want to get out, but yeah. no, like, just like re-meditating right. on those Bible verses that you heard before. Yeah. And I know that you mentioned that Psalms has been like mm-hmm. a place for you to go right. to. Yeah. Are there any other like scriptures or books or Bible verses that you normally go to? Um, w- well, Psalm, I like Psalm seventy-seven eleven when I, I struggle or if I'm struggling, because we all do, like when you're in the Mm -hmm. trial, you're having to battle your thoughts. You really do because the enemy really wants to come in and kind of tell you, you're God, look, you have breast cancer, you know, (laughs) like, but um, Psalm 77 11 says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. That has been great just because when I go, I go, okay, I'm going to remember the faithfulness, how he has brought me through things before and how he has answered just big prayer requests. And one of them for me was, um, I had the surgery, had the lump removed and you have lip notes in your arms. And the thing is, if it gets into your lip notes, there's a possibility it spread to other parts of your body. So the prayer was that of course it didn't go my lip notes. Well, I had two different doctors tell me I had my surgeon and I had, um, a radiologist said, Isabel, the type of tumor it was, it was very aggressive the grade mm-hmm. it was, most likely we think it went in your lip notes. Like we think it, so that had been the prayer request. Mm. So we're at my surgeon's office and he he tells us like, it it didn't, it didn't go. Like, and he was even shocked. He looked at the, his notes twice because he wanted to make sure he read it right. Like yeah. it didn't go. And he knows we're believers. And we were like, just looked and we're like, we know why. Like that was such an answer prayer. Yeah. And that was huge. So when I go into the next season of treatment and I'm, I'm, I look back to see how far he's brought me in those wonderful deeds. That has been really helpful to me. And another, I think, um, just, I read a book on prayer, on lamenting, and that was, that's been, that was very, very helpful. And a Spurgeon devotional has been amazing. It's called By Still Waters. Mm-hmm. And that has been, has really ministered to me in the last, you know, month or so. Yeah, thinking about everything that you've been through during mm-hmm. this couple of uh, months, what, what is something that you're looking forward to and the future? Well, I'm looking for a dream in being done, but I'm looking forward to see what the Lord will use this for. Because mm-hmm. it's not, I don't want it to go to waste. Like, I don't want my suffering to go to waste. So I'm looking forward to, like, even in the middle of the suffering, how can we as a family still be outward focused and praying for others during this trial. So I, I am anticipating what he's going to use it for, you know, and that's what I'm, 
Um, that's why I do share on Instagram and it's been really sweet to have strangers go. That was encouraging to hear that. And that has been, so he's already doing that. So I'm looking forward to see what else that he will do during this time. I know it's not going to go to waste. It won't. When you're in Christ, your suffering doesn't waste. Oh no. Nope. Mm -mm. It doesn't. Nope. It doesn't go to waste. Um, Maybe he's using it right now to encourage others. And even in the future, you don't know how he's going to use your own story, your own suffering to comfort someone who is going through the same process probably. Yeah. And that, I mean, I have a a friend back East and I met her through Instagram Mm -hmm. and she's probably a few months ahead of me in her cancer journey. She's a really strong believer and um, her name's Sarah. And I looked to her for a lot of just to see how she was processing things and her treatment. And that was really helpful. And that's why I decided she did that for me. I want to do it for the other women that are coming behind me. I want to be that encouragement. You know, I hope to be that encouragement as Sarah has been that encouragement to me. Yeah. And I would have never met Sarah if, if I didn't have breast cancer. And she's become like a really dear friend. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yes. 2020 has definitely been the year, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been yeah. the year. Yeah. <laughs> very, I think it's been very difficult, not only for unbelievers, but even for believers, it yes. has been a difficult year. I feel like it's been a dark time for yes. a lot of people. Some people, they haven't been able to socialize with right. people, see their friends, their mm-hmm. families. Um, A lot of people are feeling depressed. They're feeling alone. They're Mm. feeling anxious about losing a job or just with what's happening at at this time. Right. And Mm. for you going through this uh, 2020, how (laughs) March, how we got into this quarantine and what are some of the things that you want and you praise God daily? Why should we praise God even in the middle of our storm? Like I, I am calling this um, episode with you. I will praise you in the storm, mm. and we know that we yeah, that we love that a common song. song. Yeah. And this is yeah. I'll praise you in the storm. Why should we praise the Lord in the middle of the storm and even after? Um, no, well, because He's worthy to be praised because what He did on the cross for us. You know. Um, we're suffering just a little, like my suffering is nothing compared to the sins that he carried. And that's why we praise him because he's a good God and he's a Mm -hmm. loving God. And he made a way for salvation. He did not have to do that because of Christ. We are now reconciled to God and we have a mediator who's praying for us. Wow. He is so worthy to be praised, you know, and this is not the end for believers. Like Mm -hmm. we're just at the beginning of our journey of eternity. So um, that's why for being so compassionate and walking with me, reminding me, like, I do not walk alone. We do not walk alone during these trials, knowing that his name will be glorified, that he would even use me like this little, you know, me, Isabel Mm -hmm. from this little city that he would use me to know him more and make him known to others. I just praise him for that, that he would trust me with this this trial. Like, like he would grant me this trial because nothing comes to us unless it goes through the hand of God. This is especially for you. And mm-hmm. this is not a surprise to me. I've planned this for you. Again, praise him just like that we have salvation. That is just Mm -hmm. amazing that we are reconciled to God because of Christ. And that's how I can continue. I think of 
salvation a lot lately Mm -hmm. and knowing that it's just didn't do anything to earn it. And he granted it to me, this wretched sinner. And I'm very, very thankful. And I, I just, I praise him for that. Just, and just how communicable and just compassionate he is yeah. uh, to us when we're in trials. And I, I've seen it time and time again. And he does it every, every day. Every day, he continues to remind me how much he, he loves me. He loves me so much that he would, he would die for me. And yeah. I'm just, that's how, you know, it's keeping, it's keeping your focus on the gospel. It really is. You have to do that because you could go to a really dark place if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to continually focus on that. Yeah. And for those families who, well, we're celebrating mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Day today. Yeah. And for those family who are gathering around the table and they're probably thinking, I don't know, what should, <laughs> so let's just eat. Okay, right. everyone, the <laughs> table is set, let's go and eat. But what will you tell to those families on Thanksgiving Day? Mm. Um, what what would you like to say to them? To be thankful, like always in all circumstances, the, the to not take anything for granted, to take knowing tomorrow's not promised, that has been really another thing that has been just a reminder. Our mm-hmm. Our days are numbered. Because for me, breast cancer is not going to add a day to my life. It's not going to take a day for my life. The Lord already has my days, and He'll bring me home when He has when He has decided. And I don't know when that is, yeah. but just to be thankful, to love their family members, even the family members that are hard to love, to to love them, and to continue to you know, if they're believers, continue to share the gospel. Like that's the only reason you're we're still here is to make him known to others. Mm-hmm. So I would tell them like really just enjoy your your family and um, serve them, encourage them, and love on them. And just be thankful that you even have a family that you're sitting with. A lot of people don't have anyone to be yeah. sitting around on a Thanksgiving meal. Don't yeah. take that for granted because not everybody has that. Yeah, it's 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 kind of rare. Um, I would tell them that. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for spending this time yeah. with us, Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Thank you for uh, sharing your story and Aww. just for I mean the encourage uh, the mm. encouragement that you own story it's you know brings to our life and mm. just to see how the Lord is just walking you through yes. through this trial and just to see and result right sanctification yes not done it's not done (laughs) right yeah you know and and just to see how the lord continues to work in our life to make us more like Like him yep exactly yeah Mm -hmm. well friends if you have been encouraged by this episode with isabel uh, and just hearing isabel's story Mm -hmm. and if you're encouraged by every single story that we have brought to you guys well How can you be supporting us? There are many different ways that you can be supporting our podcast. Well, first of all, by liking our posts and you can comment and you can also subscribe to the podcast and you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can also help us by sharing with your friends and family. Let someone know about the story that so much encouraged you. But also, I would love to hear how these stories have been encouragement to you. And you can do that by just leaving a review as well. Are there any suggestions? you have any ideas for us? And also, I just wanted to let you guys know that we have our Patreon page available for you guys where you can do monthly donations. 
Well, thank you so much, guys, for watching. And I hope that you guys enjoy with your family, enjoy the food. But remember, let this time be also a time that you can reflect and just really thank the Lord and praise Him for just who He is. And let it be also something that you do daily, not only on Thanksgiving Day, yes. but on your daily life. Isabel, will you close us in prayer? Of course. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Dear gracious Father in heaven, we come to you just so... Um, thankful, thankful for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you that you made a way for salvation, Lord. We ask, Lord, that anyone that is watching this, that they would be encouraged. And if they don't know you, that they would put their trust in you, Lord. Thank you for being a God who's um, compassionate and kind and loves us, Lord. Um, you have been so kind to us, Lord. Let us glorify you and let us always keep you close in our, our minds and thoughts during the day, Lord. Um, thank you for this time. Thank you for the work of um, this ministry. I ask that you bless this ministry, Lord, and that you continue to grow it to give you glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.